1: The parallels between CM Punk's 2014 departure from the WWE and subsequent airing of Dirty Laundry and his controversial all-out 2022 press conference are striking, just as many called the straight-edge superstar bitter, whiny and a diva. With such a potentially abrasive personality and no fear about upsetting those he feels deserve a jab or two, CM Punk has made plenty of enemies during his time across the wrestling industry. This list will highlight just a few that have their fair share of grievances with the second city savior. I'm CypherWhatCulture.com, and these are 10 wrestlers that hate CM Punk's guts. Number 10, Bobby Fish. When former Undisputed Era and Undisputed Elite team member Bobby Fish chose not to re-sign with AEW in the summer of 2022, there was a collective murmur of surprise as the man hadn't really had a chance to even get his wheels turning after such a short stint. This confusion turned to intrigue, however, when Fish immediately started shooting in interviews about his clashes with CM Punk, even going so far as to challenge the voice of the voiceless to a straight-up fight. Fish stoked the fire of wrestling internet drama when he said in an interview with NBC's Ten Count that Punk should be grateful that he laid his shoulders down for him because he could, in his words, effing Haku, his former colleague, going so far as to describe him with the big bad C word. Fish, kicking out of the GTS in a 2021 match on Dynamite just as the referee counted to three and granted his opponent the victory, understandably agitated CM Punk. Apparently this came as the result of Fish believing that CM Punk was calling an audible mid-pinfall. For Fish to immediately come out of his contract swinging for CM Punk plus calling him the most sacred of curse words says a lot about the level of animosity he was feeling about their time sharing a locker room. Number 9. AJ Styles When AEW welcomed CM Punk back to wrestling after seven years away, the possibilities for the man seemed endless. Not only was there a truckload of fresh matchups that the veteran could have with emerging talent, but fans were just as excited to see him square up against old friends and rivals. Whilst the pair clashed in Ring of Honor nearly a decade ago, a CM Punk and AJ Styles face off as a potential dream match that we are almost certainly never going to see. In 2020, one wrestling fan bit off more than they expected when they complained on social media about Styles promoting an upcoming stream rather than talking about the Black Lives Matter movement at the time. In an eventually deleted tweet, Punk responded that he believed it had been obvious where Styles' politics had resided for a long time. Following this, the Georgia native was asked about Punk's comments and whilst he didn't get personal, he certainly made it clear he wasn't a fan of the Second City Savior in the slightest. In AJ Styles' words, I will not react at all coming from a guy that I don't have any respect for anyway. Ouch. Number 8. Ryback in the years before his sudden WWE departure, CM Punk set a record in the modern era with his 434 day world title reign. His final storyline as champion, before dropping the belt to the rock, was with relative up-and-comer Ryback. The big guy's Feed Me More chant getting over, and his muscle-bound physique had earned him Vince McMahon's jetpack to the top, and Punk and Ryback clashed multiple times. In his tell-all podcast appearance with Colt Cabana, CM Punk described working with Ryback as taking 20 years of his life. The Second City Savior described his opponent as hurty and unapologetic for kicking and breaking his rib, in his words, intentionally. Whilst Ryback was measured in his response to this at first, over the years the grudge has certainly seemed to have stayed with the former Intercontinental Champion. WWE posted a video on Instagram of Punk's return to their world with his short stint in WWE backstage, showing the straight-ed superstar alongside Becky Lynch, Renee Young and Paige. Ryback showed his bitterness by commenting four badass bitches, later explaining it on his show as I call it like I see it. Either a pure coincidence or a cheeky callback to Punk's same words about Ryback being steroid guy. The beef continues to this day with Ryback recently tweeting karma rules on the same day as the announcement of Punk's AEW foot injury and subsequent relinquishing of the world title. Number 7, Eddie Kingston. CM Punk's first year in AEW was a whirlwind of successes in the eyes of most of the promotion's fans. Coming in and starting off with a previously unconsidered dream match with Darby Allin, having an incredible feud alongside MJF, it's easy to forget the barnstormer that was his one-and-done showdown with Eddie Kingston at Fall Gear. In many ways, it was a face-off that wrestling fans never thought would happen. Not just because Punk had been retired from the ring for so long, but because the two had genuine issues backstage that had allegedly stemmed from Punk making comments about Kingston's work rate and weight on the indies. So when the two finally cut promos against each other, it felt real because there was true animosity between them. Following the mini-feud, whilst he never went so far as to say the word hate, Kingston made it clear in an interview with Inside the Ropes that he and Punk were not on good terms, saying, No, no, there's no like there. He doesn't like me. I don't like him, and I don't think we will ever like each other. Number 6, Elijah Burke. CM Punk's journey through the ranks of the WWE started with the company's 2005 relaunch of Extreme Championship Wrestling. Whilst the severely watered-down version of ECW never caught much positive attention, at the very least it allowed Punk to get a foothold within the overall WWE roster. In 2012, Wrestling Inc asked CM Punk who his least favorite wrestler to work with was, and the straight-edge superstar was as brutally honest as ever, saying, This is great because I enjoy talking trash. Does anybody even remember Elijah Burke? Yeah. Ah, he's terrible. He's absolutely the worst. Talk about a diva. Whilst Punk didn't go into details, this response was met with mixed reactions. Sure, Burke hadn't really gained the momentum that the company had hoped out of him, and he was released from his contract in quite short order. On the other hand, it was surprising to hear Punk so candidly describe a worker so poorly. In a guest spot with that 90s wrestling podcast following Punk's departure from WWE, Burke smugly said of his former opponents, when the curtain is pulled back, I guess we all found out who the prima donna was. Burke also remarked that Punk never made these comments to his face.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN.
1: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you
0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be
1: wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Number 5. Triple H Before Punk walked away from the WWE, he was scheduled to be in a program with Triple H. Whilst the Chicago native was hungry for the WrestleMania main events, he clearly felt undervalued. On his infamous appearance on Colt Cabana's podcast, Punk recalled that Vince McMahon told him he was in a main event because he was wrestling with Triple H. Turning to the man, Punk said, All due respect, I do not need to wrestle you. You need to wrestle me. I do not want to wrestle you. I seriously resent you for not putting me over when you should have. That would have been best for business, but you came in and effing squashed it. Punk was referring to his defeat at the hands of Triple H at Night of Champions in 2011. Whilst the current head of creative at WWE has rarely made public jabs at Punk, rumours of their backstage butting of heads have been prevalent since day one. In fact, many believe that Triple H's promo before the aforementioned match just might have been rooted in his real-life feelings when he said, you want to be the catalyst as long as it benefits you. When you talk about being the catalyst for change, what you really mean is you will only accept change if it means CM Punk is on top. Number four, Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff called Punk's all-out 2022 media scrum actions humiliating for Tony Khan, who in the former WCW president's estimates is paying Punk millions of dollars far more than he's worth. But the issues between Punk and Bischoff reached their most salacious peak much earlier in the year. Bischoff promoted his podcast, 83 Weeks, on Twitter with a video clip wherein he said that AEW had issues with broader-reaching marketing and were booking for one small segment of the audience. Punk shot back with Venom, calling Bischoff a carny dip something. Bischoff had been previously rustled by Punk comparing the arrival of himself, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole to AEW in late 2021, as to Hogan Nash & Hall jumping the ship to WCW in the 90s, only bigger. In response, Bischoff posted statistics that showed AEW Dynamite and Rampage's declining viewership in the spring of 2022 and went so far as to call Punk the biggest financial flop in wrestling. Whilst the Second City saviour made his jab and moved on, Bischoff has continually made it clear that he thinks very little of CM Punk as a needle mover and potential face of a wrestling promotion. Number 3. The Elite If nothing else, CM Punk knows how to drop a pipe bomb. Whilst the famous 2011 moment is still talked about to the present day as one of the greatest promos in wrestling history, what he said in All Out 2022's media scrum might be a more literal definition in that it was truly explosive. Punk believed that the elite had been responsible for leaking misinformation to the dirt sheets. The former AEW heavyweight champion referred to them as children and most inflammatory of all, their close friend Hangman Adam Page as an empty-headed dumb F. Whilst the specifics aren't clear, corroborated reports on backstage mayhem and a physical altercation that followed really spelled it out. If things had been bad before, they had suddenly gotten a lot worse. It's one thing to blur the lines of reality and fiction to get your shots in, and it's another to decry someone in an out-of-character interview. It takes a certain level of anger to take things to a physical level though. Whatever happened backstage are all out, the results speak for themselves, with many members of the locker room going home with suspensions. The elite, who just that night had won the AEW trios championship together, found themselves without the gold that they had reportedly campaigned to be introduced for the longest time. Number 2 Jeff Hardy They say opposites attract, and that may well be true in the case of CM Punk and Jeff Hardy. Perhaps not necessarily on a personal level, but the two wrestlers' very different lifestyles and life stories led to one of the best feuds of WWE's calendar year in 2009. Cashing in his Money in the Bank briefcase to dethrone Hardy as champion, Punk's holier-than-thou straight-edge persona ran roughshod on Jeff's very real personal demons. In 2010, following Hardy's firing from the company, a video emerged of him cutting what appeared to be an impromptu promo in a diner apropos of nothing. Jeff was clearly abusing something, slurring his words and losing his train of thought. Naturally, for a short time, it went viral. During the clip, Hardy calls Punk a nerd, which upgrades to way too cocky inside and outside the ring, and then finally a mother effer. On top of all this, the former world champion admits that he believes Punk isn't straight edge at all, and uses Ambien to sleep. In 2012, Hardy said in an interview that there was no bad blood between the two. However, the saying goes that drunk words are sober thoughts, and so many believe that the charismatic enigma might well be saving face. Number 1. Colt Cabana. For a long time it felt like CM Punk and Colt Cabana were inseparable, Cabana's microphone was Punk's ear when he needed to vent about his departure from WWE which, unfortunately for them both, landed them in hot water legally. From there their friendship clearly broke down and the two wound up counter suing each other. Unlike Punk, Cabana has been very good at keeping tight lipped about his side of the story even as his former friend has dragged his name through the mud in public. Whilst Cabana has said very little himself, it's in how he said it and who he's agreed with that is telling. Following CM Punk's all out press conference meltdown, Cabana's Twitter likes contained messages from those who mocked or derided Punk's opinions. In a June 2018 interview with Bill Apter, Colt's comfort level can be seen to visibly change when asked about CM Punk in the wake of the finalization of their court hearings. When asked if he thinks Punk will ever return to wrestling, he barely lets the question finish before he answers, I don't care. Considering the road the two have been down, you can't blame Cabana for not wanting to talk about the subject ever again.